there's a million things you could spend your time trying to get lined up and get perfect before you get started, I would say the thing that you should do first is learn how to find good deals. Quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. Hello, Best of Your listeners, and welcome to the Best Real Estate Investing Advice Ever Show. I'm Theo Hicks, and today we'll be speaking with Henry Washington. Henry, how are you doing today? I'm well. How are you? I'm well, too. Thanks for asking. Thanks for joining us today. A little bit about Henry. He is the owner of Independence Realty Group with three and a half of investing experience. His portfolio consists of 67 rentals. He's also done 32 flips. He is based in Northwest Arkansas, and his website is gumroad.com slash independence. So Henry, do you mind telling us some more about your background and what your focus is? Yeah, absolutely. So I've been investing, like I said, three and a half years, getting close to four years now. My journey started way back when, when I had recently gotten married and I had a great W-2 income, but I just wasn't smart with my money. So I didn't have any savings and I didn't have great credit. And when I found myself married, because I got married pretty quick, and we started having conversations about kids and buying our dream house and all those things, I quickly realized that I didn't have the funds to be able to provide my family with the life that I felt like they deserved. So in a panic one night, I woke up and started just Googling how to make extra money or what are some good side hustles. And I kept seeing articles on real estate and uh, intrigued me. And I ended up reading some articles. I watched a TED talk about a a kid who had 20 some odd doors and he was financially free. And I just thought to myself, okay, I'll do that. (laughs) And so I went back to sleep. The next day I talked to a commercial broker friend of mine and told her what I was thinking about doing. And she gave me a box of books in that box. I found Rich Dad Poor Dad. I read that and that got me super motivated. And I started doing a bunch of research. And maybe about three months after that, I bought my first rental property. Now I didn't have any money. So I had to get pretty creative with how I bought it. But one of the first steps in my journey was to just tell people that I was a real estate investor. I had made the decision that that's what I was going to do. So at that point, I just started telling people that that's what I did. And because I put that energy out there, it helped bring me deals. And that's how I landed my first deal. So then I had to figure out a way to come up with $20,000 for a down payment. I only had $1,000 in my savings account. So I was about 19 grand short and through relationship building and networking within the real estate investing community here in Northwest Arkansas, I found a friend slash business partner who helped me brainstorm ways to do it. And I didn't understand how to use creative financing or how you can use multiple types of financing to buy a deal at that time. But what I did was he pointed me in the direction of leveraging a 401k. And so my wife had a 401k. I did not, because as I said, I was bad with money and credit. So we took a loan out against my wife's 401k and got the money we needed for the down payment, bought the rental property, kept the same tenant in it, raised the rents, and immediately started cash flowing. And it was an eye-opening experience for me because that was the moment where this idea became a reality. And then it also helped me see how powerful real estate was because I was able to leverage these different strategies in order to buy a property that immediately started paying me. So at that point, I just wanted to figure out how do I do this again a lot? And so I started 
doing direct mail marketing at that time. And I ended up doing a flip around that same time. So all of these different avenues and investing just kind of all happened at once for me. And then from there, I just continued to accumulate doors. So what I did was I set my business up as one that was good at finding deals. So as an investor, I would say my strategy is mostly buy and hold, but as a business, my strategy is find good deals. Because if you can figure out a way to constantly bring good deals to you, then you can always figure out a way to make money no matter what strategy you want to use. So I quickly learned that that was going to be beneficial for me. So that is how I built my business. It's all around marketing and keeping a consistent deal flow and then figuring out how to monetize those deals as they come in. So that was consistently what we're doing. That's how I was able to accumulate doors. That along with leveraging, I mostly use portfolio, small bank type commercial loans to finance my deals and just learned a lot along the way about how to build relationships with small banks and how to leverage those relationships to get good financing. And so a lot of the times I have it structured to where I don't even have to bring down payments when I buy deals. So if I'm buying a good deal, that means I can potentially get into it with no money and then either flip it or use it as a rental and do the burst strategy and refinance. And I'm able to continue to keep doing that and make money without having to spend money on the down payments. So the main strategy is just to accumulate as much as possible, hold what I feel like fits my criteria, and then sell what I feel like doesn't. And that has helped me grow tremendously. And leveraging the small bank relationships is really kind of what's helped make that possible. So that's kind of been what our focus is. It slowed down a little bit when COVID happened, but we didn't stop. We kept going we kept pushing forward, we kept marketing. The only thing that we changed was, I would say we're just more strict on our numbers now because there's a little more uncertainty out there as far as what the future is going to hold. But I'm a firm believer in the best time to buy real estate is five years ago and right now. So we're just going to continue to buy. We're just more strict about making sure we hit the right numbers. We'll get back to the show in just two minutes, but first some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. As your portfolio grows, you need financial management services you can rely on to help you save money and continue making the right choices for your company's future. Realestateaccounting.co's top-tier CFO team uses their deep industry and operating experience to guide real estate syndicators, investors, and family offices through every pivotal moment and crucial decision. Their fractional CFO services include budget-to-actual, cash flow and distributions, and reporting and valuation. Go to realestateaccounting.co forward slash CFO to find out why REA is one of the fastest growing real estate accounting companies around. The real estate experts provide timely analysis and consultations to help you make the most informed decisions possible. See and trust where your portfolio is headed with the customized financial reports based on the KPIs that matter to you and your business. Try it risk-free today at realestateaccounting.co forward slash CFO. If you're not sure where to start investing or need help taking the next step, mentorship and coaching is one of the best ways to get going. Think Multifamily is a leading apartment acquisition and education company who provides true one-on-one coaching to help you invest for your family's future. 
Their servant leadership approach will guide you to successfully scale your real estate business or assist you to diversify your investments in multifamily. Go to thinkmultifamily.com forward slash coaching to learn how they help working professionals just like you transform their future through partnering and community. In fact, the majority of real estate investors who partner with Think Multifamily get involved in a general partnership within six months. Thinkmultifamily.com forward slash coaching highlights the partnerships, joint ventures, and resources all available through the coaching program. Go to thinkmultifamily.com forward slash coaching to learn how to become a member and get involved. Um, so you said so, you have 67 rentals. Are those all single families? Are they a combination of multifamily, single family? What types of properties are you targeting? So I target anything from singles to small size apartment communities. And like I said, I do that for a reason because I'm more concerned about the deal, less concerned about how many doors. If it's a good deal with lots of doors, I try to keep it. Right? if it's a single family, that's a good deal. I may look to sell it, but we market from small apartments down to single families. And my portfolio is built of mostly duplexes. I've got a couple of triplexes, got a quadplex, an eightplex, and a twelveplex, and then the rest are singles. When you're marketing, is the marketing different when you're targeting single family homes versus the 12 unit, for example, or an eight unit, or are you just sending out the same marketing piece to every piece of real estate that's below a certain number of units? Who are you targeting for your marketing? And then is it different depending on the property type? Yes and no. It's mostly all direct mail, but the type of direct mail, or I should say the message on the direct mail is different if it's corporate owned versus owner occupied or an absentee owner. So if it's owner occupied, I have a more personalized message on the direct mail because I make the assumption that I'm talking to the homeowner that's living there. So a more personalized message I find gets a better result. And if it's an LLC or a corporation or corporate owned property, I have a more business type approach wording on the direct mail piece. And I found that that works a little better. For the 12 unit, who did that come from? Was that a corporate owned, owner occupied or absentee owner? It's funny. It was actually an owner occupied. He was living there when I bought it. So that was an owner occupied letter and it worked well. When he called me, he told me he read the letter and it made him smile. And that's why he called me. Something else you mentioned too, that I'm sure perked up a lot of people's ears was your ability to secure no down payment financing from these small banks you're working with. Obviously, I'm not going to walk into a bank right now that I've never worked with before (laughs) and get that. But maybe walk us through the process or the steps that people need to take to go from walking in the door for the first time, how that first conversation goes, and then what types of things that we need to do in order to maybe not necessarily get zero down payment loans, but get better financing. The small banks are portfolio type lenders, right? And so in a nutshell, all that means is the banks will provide a commercial type loan and they keep those loans in-house versus selling them. So because they keep them in-house, there's a little more flexibility that they have with terms that they can provide. So what that means is if you can find a bank that you like to work with and that likes to work with you, you can build a relationship and then leverage better financing. So some of the things to think about when you're out there looking for a small bank to finance your deal is set yourself apart, right? You want 
them to see you as someone who they want to do business with. And the best way to do that, whether you've done a deal or not done a deal, is to help the process along by making sure you're organized and making sure that you know what you want. So what I like to do is I have a portfolio or a folder on my computer. I have all my LLC docs in one place. I have a personal financial statement that I keep up to date every month. I have my tax documents and I'm able to get and pull my bank statements quickly because these are the documents that they're going to ask you for once you're ready to move forward with trying to get some financing. And if you're able to just either walk in the door with a packet of that and hand it to them or able to send it to them in a matter of minutes, it shows that you're organized and you know what you're doing. And it's going to paint you in a light of someone who is someone that they want to do business with, right? And if you're organized about your documentation and how you're approaching the banks, they're going to translate that to you being organized about how you're investing in the types of deals that you may be purchasing and what you may be doing with them. So there's little things like that that you can do to help kind of set you up and to help you get the best financing. So knowing the documentation that you need and having it ready, and then having an understanding of what their loan products are and what types of terms and rates and things that you want. I've also found that it works best for me when I call a bank, especially if it's a new bank, to have a deal in hand. So I'm not calling them and saying, hey, I'm an investor. I'm working on trying to find some deals. What can you do for me, right? Because that puts all the pressure on them to say to you what they can do for you. But if you go to them and you say, hey, I've got XYZ property under contract. I'm purchasing it for this price. I want to spend this much on the rehab. I plan on selling it when I'm done for this price. And I would like to get a loan with an interest rate around this number and amortized over this many years. Is that something that you're able to do for me? And now they have all the information they need to then go back and start to be able to look and see, can they provide you the financing that you're trying to get? It'll save you a lot of time, a lot of back and forth, and it'll make you seem desirable and somebody that they want to work with. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. All right, Henry, what is your best real estate investing advice ever? I'm going to direct this towards the newer investors. So my best real estate investing advice ever for new investors is what I talked about earlier. Don't try to figure it all out when you're first starting out. You got to build your team or do I start my LLC or do I go find some contractors? There's a million things you could spend your time trying to get lined up and get perfect before you get started. I would say the thing that you should do first is learn how to find good deals and go and find a good deal. That's where you should start because finding a good deal is the ultimate motivator. No matter what strategy you want to use, if you're going to wholesale, if you're going to flip, if you're going to be a landlord, if you're going to wholesale, the thing that you need for each one of those strategies to work well is you have to have a good deal. And if you're going to wholesale, you got to have a great deal if you want to make money. So if you can focus on finding that good deal, then all the other things that you need in order to close on that deal or to monetize that deal, you will be so motivated to get those things done once you've got that good deal on the line that you will be laser focused on getting them done. Whereas if you're doing it when you're starting out, you'll feel overwhelmed or you might feel kind of scatterbrained about what you should do next. So my best advice, learn what a good deal is in your market, 
Once you know what a good deal is in your market or in the neighborhood you want to buy, learn what strategy you're going to use to find those good deals, implement it, and go find a deal. Once you've got a deal under contract, the rest will be easy to find. You need money. If you've got a good deal, somebody's going to give you money. Title companies, contractors, lenders, all those things are easier to find when you've got something on the line for them to be able to base a bid or provide you business on. And it's not just they're hoping they might get your business in the future. All right, Henry, are you ready for the best ever lightning round? Let's do it. Okay, first, a quick word from our sponsor. Do you manage your own rental properties? If you do, or if you're about to, I want to tell you about RentReady because I'm guessing they have some services that you wish you had. RentReady is a property management software that allows you to manage your business from your computer or phone. With RentReady, you're able to collect rent online and get paid. Find the perfect tenant with the built-in screening and listing service and get your leases signed with the click of a button. And tenants really love using RentReady's app too. They can pay rent using the card, ACH, cash. They can set up auto pay, get renter's insurance if you require it. And they can even build their credit score through RentReady's new credit reporting feature. And the best part, RentReady is unlimited. That's right. All this is flat priced. There's no tricks or hidden fees. RentReady is designed for investors who manage their own properties so that you don't have to worry about paying more for building your business. You can start managing and scaling your rental properties without scaling costs. And RentReady has given us an amazing deal to pass on to the best ever listeners. You can get RentReady's annual plan for only 54 bucks at rentready.com when you use our special code BESTEVER. That's R-E-N-T-R-E-D-I dot com with the code B-E-S-T-E-V-E-R at rentready.com to get RentReady's annual plan for only 54 bucks. Mark your calendars for the Best Ever Conference February 24th through 26th back in person at the Gaylord Rockies Convention Center. Join the experienced community and phenomenal speakers for a weekend of learning the best commercial real estate strategies, building relationships, and quite frankly, having a lot of fun. As a bonus, once you purchase your ticket, you are put into a mini mastermind group to start making connections with other commercial real estate investors immediately. Get the lowest prices right now at besteverconference.com. That's besteverconference.com. Okay, Henry, what is the best ever book you've recently read? Best ever book I've recently read. My favorite book. I'm more of a, I don't know if you could tell by the way I've been talking, but I'm more of a mindset kind of person than I am an X's and O's kind of person. So a book I really, really love is The Alchemist, right? Because it's about understanding what your purpose is and implementing and following the steps of your purpose. And if you do those things, then all of the other things you're concerned about will fall into place if you're following your purpose and your passion. And so that book is super motivating to me and kind of helps keep me focused on what's important so that I can yield results. If your business were to collapse today, what would you do next? If my real estate business collapsed today, what I enjoy is this, is talking and teaching. So I would use the experience or the knowledge that I have to then be able to teach or share with others and build a business around teaching how to do real estate. And obviously I'd slowly start to build real estate again. I'm just so passionate about it. But the aspect of building a business around education and teaching people how to do this is exciting for me. What is the best ever way you'd like to give back? 
The best ever way I like to give back is we are pretty active in tithing to our church slash school that we are on the board of, and they provide opportunities to educate underprivileged youth, and we love giving back to that organization. We also always try to find a way to help anyone we come in contact with. That's kind of the cornerstone of our business. It doesn't matter if you're a seller, a contractor, we're always looking for ways to improve someone. And it doesn't matter if I'm going to buy your house or not. If I can figure out a way to help you solve a problem, even if it costs me money, that's okay because I want to add value to people. And I found that if you're always adding value to people, regardless of what you may or may not get out of that person, that the business aspect takes care of itself. And then lastly, what is the best ever place to reach you? The best ever place to reach me is Instagram. You can find me at at Independence Realty Group on Instagram. You can send me a direct message or try to answer as many as possible, but that's the best ever place to reach me and access the information that I put out. Perfect, Henry. Thank you so much for joining us today and providing us with your best ever advice, which was to not attempting to figure it all out when you're first starting out and focus on the one thing, which is learning how to find good deals and then go out and actually find the good deal. We talked about your background and again, you're living out your best ever advice, which was you went out and found those good deals because you can always figure out how to make money with those good deals. And then we focus on your marketing, how you use different messages, depending on who you're reaching out to. And you gave us some very practical advice on how to start those relationships with those local commercial banks in order to get those better financing. So Henry, thank you so much for joining us today. Really enjoyed our conversation. Best ever listeners as always. Thank you for listening. Have a best ever day and we'll talk to you tomorrow.